1: Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up on this Wednesday edition, major breaking news, the retirement of Tom Brady. We were on the air when it happened. We'll discuss it. We're also going to discuss it with the old P. Petrus Papadakis. We've got other NFL news and notes we're going to get to. Got another edition of In Case You Missed It, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and the BQ News. It's all yours coming up next here. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe on a Wednesday, Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with the here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over ten thousand recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Good morning. How's everybody feeling? Oh, we need huh? more. We need more than one cup of Joe this morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah. It's a hump day. Come on. It man. is a hump go day. This thing.
1: Yeah. Big time. Yeah. How many cups of Joe are we looking at today? What do you think? Uh, over under two and a half. Ooh, ooh it's a good one. Yeah.
3: It's a good one. I'm on one right now. Yep. I don't know. How many cups of Joe can you take? Let's see. <laughs> one? <laughs> <laughs> ah. Two. Two. Three.
1: Three. Three cups of joe. <laughs> By the way, you mer- the uh, Tootsie Roll chocolate inside the actual lollipop. How <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? You spill everywhere. Where
0: did your mind go? Because from what we were talking about the last. <gasps> that's what, that no, commercial that's is what the from. commercial is. That yeah. is what the, the commercial is. Commercial. Commercial. But my
1: mind went somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> my mind, yeah. went, that, that was probably a question and for no, me. I, ju-
1: I just thought of it because how long do you think that chocolate. <laughs> it had been sitting so wherever it was sitting before somebody finally got to it. Because it was never – And I just look back on it and go, there was probably a lot of candy and stuff we took in as children that you look back on and go, <laughs> not a great idea.
3: Hey, that used to be the jam, though. Like, they had the little bundle. You know yeah, I mean? they had the purple, purple, red like that used to be the jam. And you remember
1: they, they, they used, had the chocolate th- one. There was that lie that was passed around that said if you if you got the Native American shooting the star on the wrapper, you got a free Tootsie Roll pop when you took it in. I remember taking it <laughs> into some guy at a store. And he looked at me like I had five eyes. Man, <laughs> what they are talking a, about? They <laughs> had Get us so sold. <laughs> they had us so sold on proofs of purchases. <laughs> I used to
3: cut out the bottom of of the the barcodes or whatever on. On uh, on my cereal yeah. to get to get free <laughs> free like action figures. You yeah, remember? Yeah, you, you get so many proofs of purchases. You could go get, redeem them for for a free action figure. Hey, man, it was bro.
1: hard to do when you were uh, eating the bag cereal though. Or I grew days. up. You oh, know, but again, geez. here we go. Hard hat lunch pail. That's, old, again, old times. Some man. people are different though. Uh, you old. guys, you guys know Ohio and Pennsylvania behind your gated communities. You weren't really familiar with all that bag wow, cereal man. stuff. Yeah, I wasn't behind the gate. Yeah. Mean streets out here. Some would call it a
3: stockade. <laughs> Some of us grew up hard for real. I did it. Yeah. I did not grow up hard. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm lying if I said I did. I'm sorry.
1: You're wrong, man. Straight
3: out of Compton. Nah, nah. A, no. North Hills, baby.
1: Yeah, Ross Township. A, uh, can we bid farewell to one of the great mysteries of the NFL offseason or the NFL? It's close to off season. Uh, he executed. Yeah. Gosh. He executed The Denver Broncos coaching search that nobody could figure out nobody could pinpoint what exactly was going on, and I'm still not sure I entirely get it, but, now but I do Harbaugh. know
3: Harbaugh is the, oh wait oh yeah, Harbaugh. yeah, no,
1: it's not him, oh, it's not uh, Sean Payton, oh, uh, so yeah. congratulations oh, oh, yeah. to the Denver Broncos oh, yeah. they've got their guy, All right. Sean Payton uh, is going to go ahead and take the job, this was after a trade was pulled off between the Broncos and the Saints, so you've got the Denver Broncos trading their 2023 first round pick, which is number 29 overall, a 2024 second round pick in exchange for the rights to Sean Payton, who went ahead and signed a five-year deal with the team and also a third rounder in 2024. So uh, Sean Payton is going to go ahead and take the job and he gets the task of trying to tell Russell Wilson, get the hey, hell man, out of that office. Yeah, that office <laughs> has got to go. All right, We're, we're going to put some stuff in there and uh, and you can go on and move down, as Brady pointed out, to the mail room or the boiler room uh, moving <laughs> forward and figure it out there next to a stack of paper. And- and some staplers that have been left over for 20 years. So that's that. So, <laughs> Thank you, Ross.
0: let's get into the details of why this took so long, right? The reports are that it was the trade component that drugged this out, that the Saints obviously wanted to try to get as much value for Sean Payton as they could. And they did. Uh, and, and, and they did, but I think they were trying to base it off of was it a Bill Parcells trade, Jonas? That I saw.
1: Yeah, there was the Parcells because like
0: they two g- ones and a second and, and all that.
1: And they gave a list of all the other like comp trades that were out there. And yeah. the last time something like this had been pulled off, it was Herm Edwards between the Jets and the Chiefs, I think. Yeah. And it was for like a fourth round pick. But Parcells, I think Belichick might have been a, a one as well too. But yeah, they had a list of all the different trades it's that Rachel, the coaches are involved. Racial in. and Gruden as well. Herm Edwards fourth round. All them other
3: guys, first round, racial man. It's got to be racial. It's got to be. Oh. Has to be. Got to be motivated. No, I, no, I go, think ahead, the, go ahead. Racist. Go ahead. Nah, nah, the point nah, we're nah.
0: trying to make here is that uh, I'm joking. The, the trade, the trade portion of this is what made it take longer than what I think a lot of us, you know, thought how this process would work. That, alongside of the fact that, you know, look, if the Broncos can't get a trade done, the only way to pressure the Saints is to keep acting like you're talking to other candidates. So whether that's D'Amico Ryan's or Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, they had to keep playing that that hand and keep playing that that you know, po- you know poker's face out, if you will, to force the Saints to eventually say, okay, like here's what we'll agree to to get this done. And obviously, with what the, with, with the uh, Broncos traded for to get Russell Wilson and gave away to the Seattle Seahawks, it's not like they have a ton of a ton of draft capital left. So they've got their coach. Hopefully they've got their quarterback and they've got a roster that they must, you know, think they can win with right now. Uh, with not having many high draft picks that have to be good in the back end of the draft, as well as uh, obviously utilizing their salary cap.
3: It's gonna be an interesting journey to watch this. I thought that they were a player away from being a a Super Bowl contender this past year. I think they took steps back um when you know, was it Chubb that they lost in, in free agency or to a trade? Traded him to uh, Miami. Yeah, I, I mean, I just – I think some of the main guys, you know, I, I just think that they might have lost the essence of what they had built. I mean, their defense was stout all year and and did some really fine things. They they do have a lot of talent still on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, I guess if you really look at it, there is the opportunity for them to have success. They're going to have to find a running game, I would assume. I mean, you know, Sean Payton is historically known to have a dynamic running back uh, in his backfield. Um, You know, there's there's going to be the whole conversation of what will the relationship be between him and Russ and and how that will, will play out and pan out. Will Russell be be open-hearted, open-minded to what uh, Sean Payton wants to come in and do. There's going to always be that that idea. So, uh, I would say this. There probably are less than a handful of coaches that would be able to come in and most likely navigate what they're going to have to do um, to have success in Denver considering, you know, Maybe it's not as bad as it may have appeared to be. Maybe it was just a lack of understanding, a lack of experience, a lack of knowledge that played out this past season and why it looked so bad. Um, but I would say on that, that short list of people that would be able to navigate it, Sean Payton certainly fits the bill on a guy that can come in and actually have a, an impact on, on this team um,
1: fairly quickly. It took a long time to get to this point, but if you were looking at candidates that were on the market, and I think there was some stuff out there. Um, I think Mike Cliss, uh, who covers the Broncos, has covered them for a long time, pointed out that their two top candidates were Jim Harbaugh and Sean Payton. That those were the two guys that they had targeted, and you did end up getting one of them. I mean, you got you ended up getting Sean Payton. So. Although the the you know the path they took to get here was a bunch of side roads and a bunch of back alleys and and weird reports and weird stories out there, they do end up getting their guy. And I actually, I mean, I think it, it puts them in a better position than they would have been, you know, uh, uh, as currently stated with all the other rumors and and potential candidates that were out there. At least now you've got somebody who commands the respect of Russell Wilson, like we've talked about, and and now he's the guy who's got to take over and and try and fix whatever the hell went wrong. Last year. I just, I find it hard to believe that Russell Wilson in one season turned to that. I I find it hard to believe that he can't get back to some sort of, you know, Pro Bowl slash MVP uh, ish type form and a guy who's, you know, one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL, you know, especially in a division where you absolutely need it. So to me, it it feels like it's going to work. It cost them a lot, but in in the end, they end up getting their guy. So.
0: I mean, you got to feel like Sean Payton's one of those guys next to, like, a Kyle Shanahan and whatever their offensive mind you want to throw in this category. But you have to think that, you know, he's one of those offensive minds you look at and say, if he can't get this guy to play his best football, no one can. I mean, is that fair to say? Yes. A,
3: it's an indictment on Russ if he doesn't have a good year next year. Yes. Yeah, all, of all eyes on me, as Tupac would say. You know what else that, that I would say? Okay. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, I would also add to this, in terms of with Sean Payton, you got to believe he has that as ammunition if if need be. Like, look, oh, yeah. Russ, you 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 did it. You did it your way last year. Like, let me let me do what I need to do so that you don't ruin a, a Hall of Fame career. Let me let me do what I need to do so that we can go get a a, a championship and and redeem everything that. You know, you want to be in like, he, Sean Payton will definitely be able to leverage and hold that in his hip pocket that you, you, you were less than bad this year. Less than bad. <laughs> like that's, and that's saying a whole lot. What is less than bad? I'm putrid, <laughs> <laughs> trifling. My homeboy, shout out to my man Ricardo. Uh, he always calls when somebody does something that, that's less than exemplary. Um, trifling yeah <laughs> he was trifling uh, uh, Russell Wilson was tri- trifling this year yeah, yeah. it's
1: uh it's a tough division though uh you're not in the NFC South anymore so you mm-hmm. got uh you got that's your work cut out too. for you
3: that is true
1: uh so yeah the Saints get or the uh and, and the and look the Saints get back in the first round they didn't have a first round pick so the Saints get back in the first round so that's good for them yeah, and now uh great. and now I mean look you know all they got to do is find a quarterback and then once they figure that out and decide whether or not they want to roll back with the uh, Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston platoon like they did last year, then uh, the Saints are back up and running and, and often in, uh, in a positive direction there. So That
0: was one of the mysteries of this past year for the, the Saints. Like, I remember thinking, like, I'm excited to see what Jameis can do. You know, he's, he's got this opportunity. He gets hurt. And then Dalton goes in, and then Dalton just stays in. Like, it was like they never... Never wanted to come back to Jamison. And
1: he and it's not like Dalton played that well.
0: No. That's <sighs> I'm like I don't understand what's happening here. Like, should we give Jamison an opportunity? No? All right. Well.
1: Yeah. I, mean, un- I
0: know Dalton played well and I had a good camp and played well in preseason, I guess, but
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh what do you think? I, I haven't seen the contract details for Sean Payton. What do you think we're looking at? You think it's anywhere close to the twenty to twenty five million that he was uh, I, supposedly it's gotta commanding? Be
0: 20. Gotta be twenty. I mean we'll never know, but it's gotta be twenty.
1: We won't know. Why can't we get that information? It's
3: kind of interesting.
0: We can ask Albert Breer tomorrow, but I'm pretty sure that, I mean, it's going to be word of
3: mouth. It's very funny, don't y'all think? They don't disclose that stuff. It's very curious. Players, SB, all out there, right there for you. There it is. How much of escalators, bonuses, this, that, and the other, playing video games? Other people telling you what you made sometimes. Golly, you ain't lying. Them coaches, though, they don't know. I mean, we know
1: what broadcasters make now. Do we? Yeah, we they know put it out there well, publicly? Well, we know, we know we Tony know Roma makes $17, $18 million dollars a year. Yeah. That's what we know. Because his that. agent made sure to make it, let everyone know. <laughs>
0: I will say this, too. I, I think if he wasn't making that, let's say he was making a tenth of that. You
3: let's wouldn't say be so irritated 16, with
0: 17. him? I don't think people would be as critical of him.
3: Dang. I don't even pay attention to people's paychecks when I watch them. I just do I Do I feel good watching it, or do I not and right but, I love turning music on when Tony Romo is on on the game on the call but, but okay, real loud too, by the way and,
0: and, and I'm not disagreeing with that. like I think there's an element of hey, if the guy does a good job, he does a good job, but once you find out what that guy's making, and then you know you're going, "Wait a second, he makes how much?" you're like, yeah, yeah, he's awful like it actually it, it changes the reaction a bit
1: mm. Yeah, yeah, I get it. has been a, the fallout for him. It's been a little rough uh, for him in the past. Still hasn't days. made an apology though. No, I didn't not feel that he, way about Jonas. He's working. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bertha, we're gonna take this. I don't think you make too much I mean, money, Doc? Lavar's attacking Tony Romo and me. No,
3: Q's attacking Tony Romo. I'm attacking Whoa. you. Okay, I mean, we're gonna Whoa. take this. Yeah, I mean, this I is mean, I, this is ridiculous. I, I, I mean, come think on, the Berno. Thing that was Q said, was... said that Tony Romo stank. You know, I didn't say that. And he chose gravel for, for breakfast with, with, I, with I hot that. water. And, wow. and Jonas, I said, you stink because you make too much money. That's, yeah. that's what we said. Hold I'm on, sticking with point that. Yeah.
0: Can we go back to Lavar? Mm-hmm. basically giving the worst diss any sort of color analyst could get is when you're on TV – I Turn music on. <laughs> I'm just saying. that's just as disrespectful that is, as it
3: gets. That is a whole. You want to make kiss.
0: a color analyst cry before they like get ready to go and, and broadcast the game? Say that to you. Like say, like, hey man, have a great game. Really look forward to watching. I'm gonna turn music on while the game's
1: on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, that, that's unfortunate, but you know what? Hey, listen. Everybody has a rough year. Maybe he's the broadcasting equivalent to Russell Wilson, and now he comes oh, back around next year. So who, year, who'd, I bring year yeah. in, who'd I bring in to uh, coach him? Yeah, who's going to
3: coach him up? Yeah, who's, who's who going to s- produce their who, show?
1: Sam Batesh. We want to send Batesh on that, Brady, see if he can uh, get that done or what. See if, uh, see if he's, any, he's got anything going on. Maybe he can fix that problem. Maybe we'll go with that. You know, you know, yeah, we'll dropping drop some knowledge you here. You got
0: to ask yourself, too, like, is that a problem you can fix, you
1: know? Yeah. I mean, the thing
3: is, is the product is good enough where you'll turn the music on and watch the game. You won't not watch the game. You know, there's some dudes that are so trash you don't
1: even watch the show, like. All that's because true. Phil Sims cut a fart in the booth. Like, that's what this is about. Dang. Uh, Jim I don't Nance. Think that was just I mean, that. Jim Nance was so frustrated. I bet you, you if, he's
3: regretting that now. I bet you you take that fart now. Oh, yeah.
1: You know, <laughs> which,
0: Furthermore, I, I've, I've never been the type of person <laughs> to feel like I want to fart around people. I think it's so disrespectful. <laughs> it is. That's why if, when Lee but, does it, but, I'm but, like it grosses me out. What, what I'm like, if you what? can't hold it? Then go, go outside, go in a bathroom. What if you couldn't make it? You know, I, 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 it out. Old, old I, I don't know. Hey, Lavar, swallow it then. Oh. yeah oh, figure it out. <laughs> it's just so disrespectful. It, definitely it really is. is. Yeah, it I, definitely. I, is. I, I, I had a coworker tell me the other day. <laughs> she walked in the office. She's like, "The worst thing ever happened to me this morning that could happen." She's like, "I went down to my gym early." I'm on the treadmill. I take my headphones off. This guy has his headphones on. He's running the treadmill next to me. And
3: he doesn't realize that he doesn't realize because he couldn't hear it.
0: And he absolutely <laughs> blows up the entire place. And it's just those two in there. And she's like, "I wanted to die." She's like, "It was so bad." And it was like kind of musty in there. Ugh. And it was just like it would not go away. She taste it, the whole thing. Why it, do can,
3: YMCA's she, smell like that? Why do? Why do? I why, why do? YMCA, yeah, I know, but. I just can recall growing up. YMCA smelled like that. <laughs> they're they're not clean. Yeah. yeah. You, you know yeah. what else smelled like that? Kindergarten Locker rooms. rooms. Yeah. Kindergarten rooms. Yeah. Oh. I hate well, the smell day. of a kindergarten uh,
1: well, kindergarten yeah, I mean, come room. on. It's basically, it's a giant diaper in there now. Yeah. But it also can I can I just defend Ew. though these people that are you know cutting it and not really having any regard yeah, for people should. around them because that's let, you. Well, let me just defend them. No, go it's not me. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, as far as uh, on the fart rankings on this show in yes. this studio, yes. dead last, dead last. you, uh, you, no, you
0: can't can't be dead last because I've never done it around you. There you go.
3: Okay. You're not well, dead last. here so, so dead last. T- tied for last. No, you're not tied. Nope. What do you mean? You're, you're not totally right. innocent.
1: But the point is, let me just defend people out there that oh. are looking that are feeling guilty listening to this right now. Make your point. Somebody's farting right now as they're listening I to this. I think people got way too used, <laughs> got way too used to wearing masks. Yeah. And then yeah. have lost all sense of their surroundings yeah. and now are starting to realize, oh those days are over. I need to get back on track and I can't just let it fly. And I actually have to think about people. I will me. say That's
3: this it is a little bit more pleasant on flights anymore because I, whew, for a moment there, you pull your mask down and it was mass destruction oh, of pe- your pe- nostrils. People were man. showering, people weren't putting on deodorant. It, like it, it was just, uh That recycled air yeah. was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Let, let, let
0: me give you a piece of advice. All right. Just, just hold it in. All right. Wait till you're in a private space. And, and go buy a pack of gum.
1: Yes. Right. Go
0: right. buy a pack of hey, gum. Hey, how
1: many too. people you think realized, oh, so I do have halitosis. Mm. I yeah. no idea. I've, I've
0: given up on trying to get people to brush their teeth. <laughs> go buy a pack of gum.
3: You know what? They still have denial probably You're sitting there like, oh, it's the mask. I'll throw this one out and get a new one. Oh, you know, give it two minutes and you'll realize that, well, it's the mask again, right? Yeah. So you better get disposable. <laughs> What's consistent? Yeah, it's a disposable yeah. lips. You know what? It's this, it's this brand of mask. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Hey, by the way. It doesn't work well with my breath
1: and that uh, that is the recap of the hiring of Sean Payton by the Denver Broncos by the way we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle RV, boat, ATV and more all your protection in one place bundle and save at Progressive.com we got the usuals coming up later on another edition of in case you missed it we've also got our midweek awards the good the bad and the ugly we got the BQ news the old P Petros is going to stop by it's all yours until 9 a.m. Eastern time 6 o'clock Pacific but coming up next though somebody in the nfl has an idea on how to solve maybe its biggest problem it's yours right here on fsr
2: be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app
1: Two pros at a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up a little over 15 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. This is one of the great moves. Look, desperate times call for desperate measures and somebody in the world of sports did it unfortunately it cost them their job we'll get into that for you again a little over 15 minutes from now before we get into somebody who uh, thinks they might have uh, some solutions or some thoughts on the officiating plague in the NFL we do want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover we could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time I mean talk about amazing learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms apply so Tom Brady was on his Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray this week. Uh, That was the one where uh, he basically just knifed Jim Gray during the podcast for asking him what his plans were and what the future was going to hold for Tom Brady. Well, this week, Tom Brady had some thoughts on some of the officiating in the NFL. Take it away, TB12. You
2: know, the refs got a tough job. What are they going to get every call right? I mean, is anyone 100% in their job? And It's a hard job to do. They're making decisions in a set in, you know in the millisecond there was three terms they use um it was clear it was obvious and it was and prolonged you know and i think that in the end of the day that would be my barometer for throwing flags if it meets those criteria penalty holding defensive uh defensive illegal contact uh, offensive pass interference you know it could be clear but it could be quick and it doesn't really affect the play that much
1: i mean the problem is that doesn't address the feeling out there by a lot of people that the NFL is rigged, right? That's the problem, mm-hmm. right? So these are all, it, it, you know, easy solutions here to say after the fact, but there, we need there to address isn't the – any easy uh, solutions. That's yeah, the, the, the problem. Here.
3: That's, either you're going to throw less flags or you're going to throw the flags. Like that's just kind of – it's like to be or not to be. That is the question. It's, it's, that's, that's it. Like it's never – there is never going to be a simple fix – for refereeing it's just not and everybody that that falls on the other side of you you'll never hear somebody say I, there's very few times I've ever heard a game and I have heard it a few times where you said that was a well officiated game you know what you do when it's a, a game that we're officiating didn't bother you you don't you don't comment about it it's like it's like an offensive lineman the only time you talk about an offensive lineman is if he's pancaked somebody or if he got hit with a penalty like, that's the only time you really hear about an offensive lineman. It's the same thing with referees. If a referee does, if they do exactly what they're supposed to do, which, again, I don't know that that's even possible. So if it's not possible for them to make everybody happy in every, every single given scenario, then you're not, you're not going to come up with a solution. You could come up with things that regulate or make it seem better, say this is a rule, this is a rule, You know, different things like that. But the bottom line is, is most of this stuff is judgment. And when it's left to judgment, it is judgment of that person individually. That's very difficult, man.
0: I mean, yeah, they've got a thankless job. I mean, I think anyone who falls into that criteria, you you probably realize or relate with them, right? What they're going through, where if you do your job perfect, no one's going to applaud you for it, to your point. No one's going to say, hey, great job officiating. Weren't there many flags thrown. Or, I mean, even, hey, the flags you threw were all legit. Good, good calls. No one says that about officials. So it's a thankless job. I think that makes it even more difficult than to find the best at it or have a group still want to do it. A lot of these guys aren't. I mean, they may be full-time in the NFL, but they've got other jobs, You know, whether they're attorneys, accountants, what have you. So it's just it's a thankless, difficult job that you, you could make some improvements to do it better. And, and I think I've said this, and I'll continue to say it, and I think at times you've seen the NFL do this, whether or not they want to admit it, since we've gotten to the playoffs, is they will make a call on the field, and then it goes to review, or they're trying to check it you know, as, with a replay official. <clears throat> they should be able to review every play for its accuracy quickly enough, considering you're talking about, you know, $32 billion franchises, right, in the NFL, a multi-multi-billion-dollar industry, you should be able to have some people reviewing those plays every single play. And whether it's the Devontae Smith catch, that shouldn't have been, or whatever other play you want to talk about, you should be able to get those calls right. You shouldn't have to rely on the officials on the field. I, I don't know that most people you know, realize that NFL, there's less NFL officials than there are college football officials on the field.
1: Think about that. I, I didn't realize that until you mentioned it a couple of years ago. I, like that like, doesn't even make oh, sense to me.
0: Why not add one more? And, and look, right. I, I get pushback from Mike Pereira and Dean Blandino as to, well, what are they going to do? I'm like, I don't know. What do they do at the, at the college level? I mean, it, it is it, to bringing one more set of eyes gives you a, an additional vantage point, gives you additional opportunity to see if someone else saw something because you might not have. So, you know, there's there's advancements that could be made to help improve it. The NFL, for whatever reason, is just so stuck in their ways about this. It is really hard to understand. But I just I feel for the officials because if they don't do their job and throw flags, like we might go, oh, that was a great game. The officials didn't get involved. They're probably going back watching it, and whoever's reviewing theirs is going, all right, you missed a hold here, you missed a block in the back here. This should have been defensive pass interference, like. They're going through a list of things that should have been called. And you honestly, on any given play, depending on who you're looking at, could probably call or throw a flag. So it's hard, but I think the three words you heard Tom Brady mention, and the last one being most important, prolonged. Prolonged is the one that stood out to me because there's always going to be instances that make you want to throw a flag or call a penalty. But when you're holding for a prolonged period of time, offensively, defensively, whatever the case is, you know, those are the things that you say, "Okay, that's that's enough." Like that that should be a flag. Like you he grabbed the face mask for a second and he let go. You know, okay, it wasn't prolonged. He didn't grab his face mask and then twist it. You know, it's there's just there's ways of of looking at this and saying, "All right, what what's the kind of vernacular we want to use to break this down and try to make it so the job isn't as hard as it is right now in the officials." And I think the one thing is allow someone up in a replay booth to reofficiate the play and stop giving so much uh, validation to what's called on the field to then determine the outcome of the play. There shouldn't be a burden to overcome. It should just be, all right, we're reofficiing the play. We're, we're reviewing the play. Forget what the call was on the field. What does the replay show us? And we go
1: from there. You know the part about it that really bothers me too is when people say, well, you know, we, we don't need more reviews. It takes too long, et cetera, et cetera. First of all, when's the last time – you watched a questionable play on the field and within 15 seconds you weren't able to decide what the right call was I don't need a minute and a half two minutes there's ways for them to speed this up give me two three replays let me take a look at it and then you go with the call and if it means reofficiating it you reofficiate it but the idea that well it's gonna take too long and you don't want you don't want every game to turn into a, a replay and a review well I'll tell you who wants a replay and a review the people whose jobs might be on the line the people who've got money on this game fans of this team who realize hey if it's gonna take an extra 15 20 seconds to get a call right who cares i i don't understand what the problem is what else you got to do this game was built on physicality
3: brutality attrition and as we've civilized ourselves and evolved through the years it became less and less um, acceptable to have the game played the way that it was played in the 60s and the 70s. With that being said, I mean if you think about it, for me, when you talk about reffing a game, and this is just me, but ultimately you're you're monitoring if if it's safe. Like where we're at today, monitor it being safe, keep the game safe with your calls. And and as it applies to regulating the game regulate the game so if you're going to if you're going to call a certain level of hold then call the hold the entire game if you're going to call a certain level of contact with receivers and corners then call it the entire game because the bottom line is you could call a hold every single play. There's not one play that will take place where someone isn't getting held. Not one. So all I would say is monitor safety. If it's egregious in terms of safety, like you hit the guy, he was totally defenseless, great. But to to have a an entire dictionary of of calls that you have to be able to make and, and this is the one thing that we haven't brought up. That game is moving so fast. <laughs> like, let me tell you something. Let, let's put a, a regular person on that field and be in, like, let alone watching from the sideline. You're on the field. <laughs> You're standing right next to a, right behind a linebacker, sometimes next to a safety or whatever it may be. That S is moving light, speed, fast and you got to make a call immediately. I just think safety and regulation. If you're going to be consistent calling calling the the game the way you're going to call it, call it that way. But don't like this is a touch this is a touch penalty, this one isn't. This was egregious, this one wasn't. Like the interpretation needs to be more consistent. Cause otherwise it's just so many calls. There's so many things that can be like now. You touch a a quarterback's face mask. You touch his head. You you touch his leg. You touch it literally. You touch him, and it's a flag. It's too much. It's it's too much. That, yeah. To
1: me, in the moment, it's just too much to say you got to regulate all those things. Uh, it's too much. It's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Still overpaying for a razor in this economy? Gross! With Dollar Shave Club, you can get a top-shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club is available at a store near you in the men's razor aisle. That's it. That's the ad. Coming up next, though, on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, we are going to talk about somebody who lost their job. But man, the effort was everything in the world of sports. We'll tell you those details right here. Fox Sports Radio.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine.
3: All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me,
1: two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LaVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, it's good news. Good news in the NFL, but how long will it last for? We'll get into that discussion for you here. Coming up again, a little over 10 minutes from now. Before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, want to let you know, we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com
2: Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it.
1: And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D- Guys, in case you missed this one, 22-year-old JV basketball coach Arlesha Boykins is now out of a job. After impersonating her 13-year-old JV basketball player, she was out of town for a (laughs) club tournament. She did enter the game, got a few points up there, and a block, but she is now out of a job. Like a
3: real disrespectful block, too, like a grown-ass woman block.
1: By the way, (laughs) she's so much bigger than everybody else.
3: I mean, uh,
0: is the girl she's replacing at least that big?
3: Uh, I don't believe so. Uh, You don't think? I I would assume she would have to. If you're impersonating, that means you
1: you could pass for that person. Well, I mean, you guys at 13 years old is different than anybody else at 13 I definitely was 6'3 at 13. Yeah. So I'm just saying. I was
3: dunking in the sixth grade
0: that's different
3: I used to have Dude, to have you were my, different man oh come on I Guess used to that. have to have my birth what? certificate with everything that, that hashtag built different I'm yeah you're saying. different yeah. Yeah. well that's one of our shows
0: he's different man
3: yeah so was she just different she just happened to be 22 years old with her different hey, Brady oh, what's the bar He's different. He, he is. is. That's very nice of you guys. Thank you. Thank you. I don't look like Brady Quinn, though. Ah,
1: oh, here it goes. But I certainly look that's better than point. Jonas, though. Yeah. That's, wow. a, that's also a good point. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that was coming. So oh, that's all right, Lee, here. what else? What More compliment else each other, yeah. and then when it comes to me, just there a knife go. right in the ribs. Nah. There it is. Nice shiv. Nah. Filed down toothbrush right in the ribs. I do want that uh, thorn bush on my arm. Though. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a thorn bush. It's a thorn band. <laughs> oh. And you know what? At least the I went all the wire. way around. At least I didn't say barbed wire. That's true. All right. What
2: you got, Lee? Guys, after a high number of injuries this
1: season, Titans have decided to switch from the grass field to synthetic surface at Nissan Stadium before the start of the 2023 NFL season. All right. Due to what? Yeah. High number of injuries. Yeah.
3: What if you get those injuries again once you change it? Yeah. This is big time. The uh, study
0: I saw was indicating that the the injuries somewhat have to do with the fact that they're practice on field turf that they'll play on grass, practice on grass, play on field turf it's the different services that they're preparing themselves for Mm. and and how that plays with the body but I've always said this too, you know, Yeah, check out the cleats man, the cleats have gotten lighter, they've gotten less durable, less supportive and I think that's a a piece of it, but oh no no one wants to point out Nike, like God forbid we say anything about Nike.
3: People go for style these days. Yep. They will. They will sacrifice everything else for style.
1: That is for certain. I mean, you got to just do. uh, You got to go rogue. Get like a pair of Pumas. You know, they're affordable. Can't
3: do
0: that. (laughs) Cover it up. Cover it up. In the NFL, pal.
3: Cover it up. Some spot builds, man. Some sprints. You know about sprints, Brady? Don't you? What? You remember sprints? That was the cheapy spike. My mom used to you used to get two for one for like ten dollars, so my mom would buy me like three, four pairs, and I felt like I was like a pro because them them bad boys would break during the game, but my mom would already have a pair ready to go, so it's like boom, here's another pair, put them on, go get it, like sprints. You could get them at, like, Pickway. You remember Pickway? Pickway, is that, like, pick and save? Or like like, Payless?
1: Yeah, pay less. yeah, yeah big time. Yeah.
3: If they yeah. had my size, if they had enough of my size, i get, like, some black ones, some white ones. You know what I mean? You want I mean, to hit the button on that? Berto, what do we, I mean, come on. I mean, I'm talking about the color of my shoes. Just, I mean, this is out of line. Is Racist. It, is it bad that
1: the black ones used to break easier? Than yeah, oh, jeez. Sorry, Lee. Lee, I want to apologize for that. I know the spikes used to come popping off. Didn't mean that, Lee. I couldn't I, I didn't understand it. Um, All right, go ahead, Lee. But did you guys go did you have new cleats every game or yes. twice a game? Some guys do twice a game.
3: Oh, I know geez. Ray Lewis used to do twice a game cuz he said that he liked the the tightness of the shoe and by the time he got to halftime, it, you know, it wasn't as tight. I was a, I was a shoe a game. I, I wasn't very high maintenance, you know. I just shoe a game. Is that high maintenance to, to have a different pair of shoes every I game? Mean, for the rest of us, yeah. I mean, in the league, I don't think that that's – You had no, a new pair every no. every game, right? No, it's not that bad. College, I wore the same shoes. Like, yep. I, but, yep. but not pros. I had a yep. different pair every game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you were different. <laughs> you didn't have a different pair every game in the pros? Tell the um, truth. I don't think so. Really? So, not, not, not every game.
0: That's Maybe every about.
3: few. Oh, yeah. That's humble. That's I had a different pair every there. game, man. Different, man. Yeah, it's I'm Dublin. He's different. Hey, it is what it is.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts?
0: O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts.